0: This is a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl holding out sex for a year, a guy who wants to have sex with his tutor, and we got a guy with date night that's run dry. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Boom. Jared Fried, did I just say my name wrong? Oh my God, I got so—that's a bad start. You did, and you didn't beat forty-one. Jared Fried. Yeah, I was looking at something on the computer. I can't do it. J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I say it again. Uh thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You got to keep doing that. Keep spreading the word. If you got someone in the car with you, get them subscribed. If you got someone that you see on a daily basis and they got headphones in, we want them to be listening to Papa JT and friends. Take all these emails and have some fun on here. I love when you guys get at me on Snapchat. Oh man. When you send me a snap, it feathers my nuts every time. I see how you're listening, where you're listening, all over the world, baby. I mean, we had a uh, voicemail on the last podcast. She sounded like New Zealand. Didn't it sound? Like The dusting of Australian. It was a dusting. Yeah. A true dusting. So very excited uh, for all the listeners and keep spreading the word. Love it. Love it. Love it. Listen, very important. Tuesday, October 3rd. It's coming up quick. Okay. This is like our second to last chance to tell you to get reservations. Get reservations. The link is going to be in the bio of this episode. ComedySeller.com, October 3rd. Special guests. We're going to have live emails. I want a crew. Right now, we tape these on Mondays to get ahead for the week. There's about 100 reservations. I want to double that, baby. Bring your friends. Just be like, this is going to be an experience. It's going to be fun. Um, maybe I'll put something, if, if once we know the guests and have them confirm, maybe I'll put it at the beginning of this episode. But Tuesday, October 3rd, make your reservation right now. It's at the Comedy Cellar, comedycellar.com, live J-Train podcast. I want a crew. Also, go on Laughable. Check out their app. I mean, if you're anyone on this podcast, anybody that's been a guest, you and you've enjoyed you should go on laughable and subscribe to them because then you can know when they're going to be on other podcasts and when they're fun in other ways on other shows so go download that pie po- that app um i'm on patreon i mentioned patreon a lot but right now we're really doing some great things the amount of people that have been signing up for advice is great i love that ten dollar life advice you can come in Send me a message, get your, answer, your emails guaranteed to be answered. Because sometimes we've done it before and it doesn't really go with your situation. Sometimes you'll be sitting there on Sunday being like, well, what would Papa JT think of this? Well, how would he feel? Well, I'm right there. My phone is open to you. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Even if it's just a dollar a month, I get it. It's, it's there for you and it's got bonus podcasts, bonus videos, bonus blogs. It's all there. Um, So go check it out, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Also, we got the voicemail, 347-669-8252. That's 347-669-8252. Been having a blast with these voicemails. Really love hearing from you guys. It's fun. Really just a different element to this show, and I enjoy getting to hear from you guys. And we did a couple last episodes, so send over your voicemail. Save the number in your phone. You have an unlimited amount of space, so save it as J-Train, 347-669-8252. Very excited about today's guest. A comeback. He's been on before an OKP, original key player, huh. Seton Smith. Thank you for coming
1: on. Thank you for having me, man. Where's, where's the applause? Oh, come on. Audio yeah. thing. Yeah. Thank you. We got Thank an applause you. for you. Good. Why not? Strong. Good.
0: At Seton Smith on Twitter and Instagram. At Seton Smith. What's going on, man? How you doing, yo? I'm good. I haven't been in here in so
1: long. I'm just starting to soak in the room. This shit looks beautiful. It's man. a
0: real studio. This is real
1: thing. Yeah, I was like,
0: I'm on, radio for real, for real. This like, you is look professional, yeah. I'm a pro, baby. We're gonna, you know, we got Shelby, uh, the producer. He's, How you doing, Shelby? He's Thanks doing for some claps. good stuff, and he gave you some claps. Pretty good. <laughs> this is a lot yeah. of personality. Hell uh yeah, we got a guy on a computer just fucking looking up facts and shit. Yeah, I mean it's uh we're ready to go. We're ready to take some emails. Are you ready? Yeah. I mean, oh, this is live. No, we're this live.
1: Is a, okay. Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. J Train Podcast. At I got here late. I have no
1: idea what's going no, on. No, you're
0: good. You settle in. Anything going on to today? What are, What do right you got now.
1: going on now? Uh, uh, we're working on this web series right now that okay. I'm enjoying right now. What's know? the web series about? Oh, it's gonna be based, basically based off my comedy. I'm just yeah. do. Uh, just a normal me with my girl and going on really weird adventures. You know, something that the internet will let me do, you know? That, that's great. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Um, How long have you guys been together?
1: Four years now.
0: Four years. Yeah, dude. Are you enjoying the four-year mark? Are you enjoying the relationship?
1: Yeah, man. For some reason, I think I like exploring things. and uh,
0: I feel like I want a relationship now. I feel like I'm in that headspace. You
1: get enough of it, man. I'm telling you. It's like eating when you eat out uh, a lot. Eventually, the food starts to taste the same. Mm. It's just, it's just, it's just for genetics. I don't know. I don't care if you're eating McDonald's, S- eating Taco Bell. If you eat them motherfucker long enough, it's like, I mean, I'm just eating. It's just the same slop. It's, yeah. And then home cooking, you know, just has a, you know, special flavor to it that you just couldn't. You don't Does mind. the relationship
0: evolve? Do you remember how you, you know, was it more? Is it more fun now? Is it different fun? Because I'm thinking about these relationship mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I've gone on some dates. I've been, you know, been out with some girls, and I'm like, I don't know. Like you, sometimes you're like, am I? I, I, am i gonna be able to sign do you sign i i feel like i'm wondering if it's a signing on day-to-day or are you signing on year-to-year oh yeah no it's uh because i'm like i always think i'm like oh, i could have a fun time with this girl again and i'm like i get in my head where i'm like i could have a fun time with a lot of girls right now on a first date mm-hmm. how do you know to go to the third or the fourth i think we have a question like this this week do we i mean i got a lot of answers for that a lot of it is
1: like settling with your own self I think you got two things. One, you either grew up in a family like that shit, and so you're just looking for your mama, Mm. or, or... (laughs) You know, there's there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. You should get used to that, right? But then there's also types where you got to, like, understand, like... Because once a person gets used to you, they're basically reflecting you. And if you don't like yourself, all that shit's going to come out here, too. Interesting All those flaws about yourself That you don't know how to deal with You're gonna blame that motherfucker on it And
0: Because you make it about them And you say Oh well You know I don't like this Yeah Yeah That whole
1: codependency shit Like that whole I didn't realize how deep codependency was And what exactly it is Well I I
0: I heard this whole thing I've mentioned on this podcast before And someone told me who it was That brought it up But it was the idea that like when you're like when married, you know when you're married to someone, you're basically sharing one brain at that point. That person, you've you've sold off spots in your brain, so you don't have to remember shit. Oh, like I like That's I always a horrible
1: way to think about. It. Well, they, I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying that
0: they they say mm-hmm. like I remember I would go to these weddings, right? And then I, I would show up single guy at the wedding, and then I'd forget like cuffs, mm-hmm. cufflinks, right? And then they, like everyone would be like, "How could you forget the cufflinks?" I'm like, "I don't have an assistant." Mm. You have a girl that's been yelling at you and nagging you about this shit for for months about this wedding and helped you prepare for it. Mm. I got ready for it this weekend.
1: Mm. You know? Yeah, no, no that's, those basic traditional things. But again, you need a mother-like figure to do that for you, yeah? I guess so. I just feel like, I mean... My mother cooked for me and cleaned for me sometimes. My girl does none of that. None of that? No. She cleans, but she cleans for her own self. She doesn't really clean for you me. You
0: just get the the runoff benefits.
1: Yeah. It's one of more or less like, please don't mess up what I clean. Yeah. I'm like, all right,
0: yeah, <laughs> She's fine. cleaning for me. If you happen to live in the clean, in clean world, it's because I wanted it for me. But that's
1: how our basis of our relationships. I didn't realize, like, if you start relying on a motherfucker to, like do things for you in your life, like, outside of physicality, like, Mm. because it's not, it doesn't just start with cufflinks. It's also like, I want you to make me feel better. That's physically is impossible for someone to make you feel better. Mm. You decide to feel better about yourself. They have nothing to do with it. But once you start believing that shit, they make you feel good, they make you feel bad, that's like... Death of any relationship anyway.
0: Well let's go to some emails because I think this this pertains to the next one. I don't do know the J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here was Seton Smith at Seton Smith on Twitter and Instagram. Follow-up on Whether It's Real, 9-11 Podcast. This
1: would be so much more fun with whiskey, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Jay Treasus, a.k.a. The Featherman. I was listening to that episode while studying, and I had a sort of counter-question to the very good question regarding the relationship where it basically seemed that the indecisiveness and age created two, created the two problems. Oh, so we had an email from the 9-11 episode. I'm not sure who was on that episode, if we could find out. Um, but basically, they were saying... That they were old, you know, they were older than the person. They were wondering, is this a real relationship? I guess is what that was right? The, yeah. What was the age difference? I don't remember. But uh, as a counter thought, I was curious about what you think the best call is on figuring out whether you actually like someone or that it either consciously or unconsciously motivated by negative and unhealthy means. Example, you think you're in love with a girl and you spend a lot of time with her wealthy family while you're dating. After breaking up, you realize that that you stuck it out longer because you were thinking about money. This is clearly applicable in many, many other situations as well. That example sounds bratty, but I've noticed and many times been there once myself. Anyways, the true question here is how do you think someone, uh, think, how do you think, someone of the better less bias as possible <laughs> how do you uh, what do you think of some ways to find out if you actually like the guy or girl and if it's only the sex presume marriage etc okay
1: all right yeah. so
0: how do you figure out if you like someone or it's the benefits of this person what this person brings to the table
1: yeah uh yeah. I think when you understand, oh, shit, I'm, sound, I'm trying. How do you sound, how do you say this shit without sounding like a douchebag? You can uh, sound like a douchebag. I'm here. gonna try to sound is... like a douchebag. Yeah, like like there, like it isn't magic. I don't. I'm not, I say love exists, and it's not magic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like love is there, and it makes things, and it creates things. But to think that it just kind of appears like a magical fairy, you know, that's not that's not productive for nobody.
0: You know, Cause yeah. It's like
1: what if it if it if it appears easily, that means it'll disappear easily, and that shit's a fucking nightmare.
0: So it's, you're saying it's a lot more practical.
1: Yeah, love is practical. Like, love is actually, I, I like the belief, ooh, I like the belief that love is a verb and mm-hmm. not a state of a noun, meaning, like, I love you. Like, I do things out of love for you. I make, ah. we make love. That means we fuck. Or I, I make breakfast for you. I mean, There's a loving action. Or just like, when I know you're sad, I'll hold your hand just because you send love. That's mm-hmm. why people like nurses, because ideally, theoretically, they were the love motherfuckers, while the doctors were the choppers. Uh, <laughs> that's why they like that's why they say like you know babies heal better when they're in their mother's breast because the mother's just sitting there just shooting love writing through, ah. right in them. you know it's it's really like to me it's 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 like practically visible. Like for example, um uh a couple extreme examples when you're in a crowd and some one person panics and another person panics and you have five people. Panicking around you mm-hmm. You're gonna panic Of course You tell me that's magic No that's you feeling their fear That's yeah, like their you can panic Yeah you feel
0: their, their energy
1: Same thing in a strip club Yeah When <laughs> you got a stripper <laughs> Fucking shooting that sex at you And you got yeah. other motherfuckers All feeling all sexy What you wanna do Come So all I'm saying is If you just think I don't know if I like them You do You're liking them a lot Yeah <laughs> So it's just more or Less a matter of Is it just, is this motherfucker destructive Yeah <laughs> And then just It's a practical problem I
0: try to think of like Do I feel good about myself When I leave them Mm-hmm. Like, do I feel g- like you know? You ever have a good meal? Yeah. And you like walk away from a good meal, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm not full, mm-hmm. but I can't eat. Yeah. I don't feel sick, but I feel fulfilled. Absolutely. And I think that's like the one of the things that I, you know I'm always constantly looking for. It's like you know, and I do understand what he's saying. Like I've been with girls where I'm like, oh man, I I'm, I'm not going to be with this person. I'm going to miss out on this. Mm-hmm. If you can look at someone and you're like the first thing you think of isn't them that you're losing. Mm. It's something or something. Or you're saying, like, I hear a lot of girls will be like, ah, I just don't want to be single. Yeah That's God. the wrong reason To stay with somebody Horrible reason Horrible You know oh, I, I just don't want to have to Go out there Well if that's the reason You're not being single You should be fucking single Or at the very least Tell the person you're with That that's why That
1: way you can have some honesty How hard is that conversation I mean I don't know It's just It's a lot more <laughs> I know it's completely Unreasonable to do that shit but Yeah you, But if you're honest With each other in the first place You might actually love each other <laughs> You know Yeah I honestly found out early man Like in my tw- late 20s Is when I started to learn That like The truth doesn't get you Where you it doesn't get you exactly where you want, but it gets you where you need. That yeah. sounds real preachy, but I mean the sense of like one time I, went, I broke up with one girl. One girl I broke up with, I, I lied, you know, just to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. Just like, no, nah, it's, it's, it's not you. It's me. I just want to go in this of direction. Course. But then the la- next girl after her, I was just, and I, I mean, it's like me and that girl, we never connected. Well, we, have, we have mad fights. It was ugly. The next girl I broke up with her, I told the exact truth. I was like, I want to fuck Everybody in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. I'm so sorry, but you know, I don't know how to fix that. And she was like, "Well, maybe we could work something out." You know, I'm mean? so like this is yeah. what I said because I gave hard truth, and she was like, "Well, I mean,
0: you know, the tr- I'm sorry, anyways." And so, how did that did that end right there? Or did you guys end up being? Yeah, like-
1: we kept having sex for like another six, seven months,
0: and then I just moved. <laughs>
1: she was a good person though.
0: Yeah, but at least you have you don't have a bad memory of that relationship, where the other one where you lied.
1: Yeah, we don't talk at all. No, but the one that I completely truthful was she still talk calls she texts me to this day. Like, hey, what you doing?
0: And it's totally like fine. No
1: Yeah, we're cool. I just don't want to be around her because I just feel like I'd have sex with her again. You know, <laughs> just like I just like I can't do that. I just can't hang out with you. You're hot. J Train uh, Podcast
0: <laughs> at gmail.com. J Podcast at gmail.com here with Seton Smith at Seton Smith on Twitter and Instagram. One year without the dirty. Okay. You are had no sex for a year?
1: No, it's just, I mean, teenage years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean
0: post no, virginity. No, no, no. no. J-Train, there's a guy I've had a history with. It's a chick email. (laughs) I've hooked up with him on and off for a year, but every time I tried to mention us hanging out, he never executed on it. Because of this, I really couldn't get myself to have sex with him. We had this inconsistent cycle of not talking and then seeing each other uh, out and then hooking up, which would always lead to frustration because he would get upset. I wouldn't have sex with him, but I would say no because I wanted more than just sex. Hmm. I don't, eventually, we both finished school, entered the real world, lost contact. Recently, we saw each other out in the city, and it was back to the old habits. We have an undeniable chemistry and that night he asked me to come home. I really wanted to but I decided to draw the line and let him know where I was at. I told him that I'm not the girl to text late night. I'm the one to text during the day. But if he wanted to hang out during the week, I could be down. He seemed okay with that but that next week he never texted me to hang out. Finally on the weekend he texted me something insignificant and I can't help but wonder if he only wants to talk to me if he's drunk or if he really thinks he can have sex with, with me without hanging out after I've made it very clear what I want. I really can't read him. <laughs> What's God. not to read? The book is right in front of you. The book is right there. If he doesn't good. want to hang out with me, that's fine, but I don't know why drunk him keeps th- trying after I've made it clear... After a year of this, I don't want to have sex without getting to know each other a little better. Why does he want me drunk, but I uh, won't make the effort when he's sober, when he's really not getting anything out of this, but could if he tried a little harder? Your thoughts or opinions on this would be greatly appreciated. Mm. Thanks. God. <sighs> We've both been there.
1: Yeah. I have I've so been many. that guy. I want to yell at her, but I realize I want to yell at the girls in the past, not her. You know. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> like I want to yell at them like... You want to yell at the girl. You have to be a fun person, in general, for me to want to hang out with you outside of sex. This is interesting. That's just as a fact. Like, if your vagina is more interesting than your personality, that's not my fault. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh wow! I'm not saying you're. This sounds sexist. No, but I. I, I I, I, When you're chasing women. Like yeah. I really do enjoy the company of women. I am a man that loves, prefer women over men, mm. and I will tell you there are boring women out there, and who and I've dated women like that who are like, no, I want to like you know wait for a year and then we'll have sex. And I'm like, well, bring some stories, bring yeah. some jokes, bring some juggling. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 make you more. I understand. Engage what you're me, baby. Yeah, why? you know, like what the fuck? Like why? Like the the I don't know, Their, yeah, their the, that finish of conversation yeah. seems so so. Sucky. And
0: there's the thing <laughs> the, there's the thing where she's kind of. And I don't blame her for this because this happens a lot. shes It's easy to blame the guy in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be like, he's a dick. He won't hook up. He won't uh, hang out with you unless he... Fu- and he just wants to fuck you and that's it. And it's like, we live and This is kind of an American thing. You know, I, I was talking to someone about French people the other day. Yeah. And the way French people look at sex is like so wildly different. Yeah, it's beautiful. its And because what we do in this country is sex is a contract. Mm-hmm. And to them sex, someone was saying it to me, is like is like medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so if you look at sex like medicine, it's like, yeah, you need to have that in your body. It's a it's a, it's a vitamin. Yeah. You know, they look at it as like that's something you need on a daily basis to get you by and you know, who it's with and how it happens isn't necessarily someone you love, but you got it in. <laughs> yeah. You know, and in America And I'm not saying that, you know, wrong or right. I'm just saying this is how I'm just telling you why it's that it's raining. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not putting any emotion on it. I'm just saying it's raining out and what happens here a lot. And this girl says it in her email, yeah, I'm not going to have sex with you until you show me more effort. And it's like. Maybe. If you change your ideals on sex and what sex means, maybe that will help you in the long run
1: because you're going to just be miserable for the rest of your life, because it's not going to end here. You're not going to be like, all right, if you just act this way, then I'll fuck you, and then you'll be like, oh, happy? No, because then it's going to be like, you're going to keep holding other shit over him. If you don't yeah. do this, then I'm going to do this. If you don't do this, then I'm going to do this, and then you're constantly looking for the next thing for him to do until you fucking implode. Yeah, it's
0: like, well, it's, 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 that's totally true, and it's also holding out sex as this thing that is, um like, will fix it all. Yeah. It's not going to fix it. This guy, Guys will look at every girl And decide whether they want to fuck In five seconds Less than I hear women do the same thing Same thing But I it's like you. The more you put it out Is this like Oh I'll only have dessert on weekends Then you start eating Twice as much dessert on weekends And getting fat That's true You know It's like Instead of being like I'll have a little bit of dessert every night You probably will eat less dessert I think also too Sexuality is not And talked have ab- better dessert But I, go on
1: Sexuality is interesting Because it's not talked about In the sense of Different women have different standards. Like some women can turn that motherfucker off mm. and it's just rock, barren, sand. But then there's some <laughs> women who were masturbating since they were like four. Yeah, You know what I mean? <laughs> like legitimately like rubbing the shit with the remote control. And like there just has to be some different moral standards. Um, and I don't know, just that whole, yeah, we need to get to know each other first before we have sex. And it's like, I could never do, it was always so vague. Yeah, and it was always so. Just seemed like a marathon run. It just seemed like a well. That's run. Well, th-
0: This is kind of what I wanted. The advice <laughs> I would give her is like, from his perspective, he's like, "I gotta go on this date to get the sex." Now I'm only on the date because I want the sex. Mm. You know, he and now I'm lying on this date. I really just I'm looking to go out and have fun, and you know, just like you said, like be the fun thing that he wants to be with. But then you know, from her perspective, and I want to defend her a little bit, defend. is to say, is to say. Yeah, why why aren't I worth a fucking date at the very least? And my advice to her is this is not the guy to go for. Yeah. He'll never make you feel great because, again, we, you said this at the beginning, like you're looking across at someone else that's just there to make you feel bad. Yeah. You know, this guy is never going to give you the amount that you're looking for. What you want is date one, date two, sex, date three, we get together, date four, now we're in a relationship. Like, And that's the only way a guy can see it. If I'm this girl, I stop with this dude and start anew with someone else because now there's so much history. Now she's at the point where this guy was like, yeah, 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 you'd never go on a date with me. And then let's say he does go on a date with you. Then he fucks you. Then he doesn't do the second. Now he has to do the second date. You've created this vagina contract that he has to sign into for at least six months before he's not an asshole. So why don't we take it back a notch and say, if you're a girl out there Mm -hmm. that wants to have sex, fucking have sex. Be safe, be out there, be honest, but then, you know, you can also not connect the sex to your self-worth. You can want to have sex because you want to have sex. It doesn't mean that you're a good or bad person if it comes be- uh, before a dinner happens. Or or you could have two lists. You could have the, I'm going to fuck him, but
1: not date him, and then I'm yeah. going to date him, but not fuck him list. Yes. Which is an evil list already. I mean, we can do that as a compromise, <laughs> but I was on that fucking, I will, I'll date you, but won't fuck you list. Uh...
0: I mean this girl this girl's <laughs> trying to get this guy to make, you know, play by her rules and it's like this will never work out, especially after years. What how many times does he have to say what he's looking for? And plus there's plenty of guys out there who want to wait. Yeah. There are guys out there who love fucking. I remember this
1: one dude. I mean, they're mythical at this point, but I met <laughs> him. <laughs> it was like 8 years ago. Yeah. He loved the conversation till his throat got dry. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you look for more ugly dudes? I bet you they'll talk.
0: J- Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do a hypothetical.
1: Forget get a hobby. I'm telling you. You get a hobby that other motherfuckers... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish it. Your-
0: but no way. Like, what-
1: right? Like, if you get a if You don't don't pick up kickball, and then you get into a conversation about kickball, and then the motherfucker, and then you can just talk to him, and then you have an activity, and that's yeah. a starting point of a friend. But just... You just want to just... Go to brunch every Sunday, and we have enough brunches, and then we'll have sex? That's a horrible And also,
0: Yeah, and also she's going out and seeing this guy, and then they're hooking up, and it's like... She said hook up and no sex. No sex. So it's like now he he, he knows... Yeah, that's complicated. You've turned yourself into Everest, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. Would you rather be served your choice of breakfast in bed every morning exactly (laughs) the way you want it? Or have a hot chick be your alarm clock in the morning by sucking on your balls to wake you up each day. Balls. While the balls would be amazing, the time of having to make your breakfast every morning goes out the window and is brought right to you, cooked to perfection. Balls. Wait, what? It's either breakfast served you in bed, whatever you want, uh-huh. or hot chick. Balls. Licking balls yeah. to wake you up. Absolutely. Balls. Yeah. What about you? The ball lick. I got uh, Shelby. You got an opinion on? breakfast not a morning person (laughs) wait a minute what (laughs) you're going breakfast yeah save me time is this her ingredients that'd save me money that adds up in the long run Mm. you're very practical yeah Mm -hmm. i'm going with the ball alarm clock because also the ball suck is underrated underrated unreal love a good ball suck Mm -hmm. right if you're a girl not doing that to your boyfriend right now Surprise them tonight, or at least at the very least, cup them, love them. Balls. I mean, you have to look at you know what you want touched is the most sensitive parts: Mm -hmm. head of the dick, balls, (laughs) taint. You know, those are the ones you want touched.
1: I don't know why, just the way you're saying it is very sensitive. It's very tender. <laughs> it's manly, podcast. but in a very tender way. <laughs> hey, you gotta, you, they want to be touched, ladies.
0: Well, just I'm saying the balls don't. We need to do more ball. I want to know what the part of the body. What's the part of the women's body that doesn't get the attention it should? Like uh, the, the little, balls, we you know need more. part
1: between the, the top of the clit and. Uh, the actual hole itself. There's like a little landing strip. I know exactly what that you're little part. About. That's a part. I, me and my girl, we sat and watched. The, the
0: female thing. taint. What would you call it? It's like the well, yeah, because not, not between the assholes I know. Part.
1: It's a but it's a different. It's, it's the, a v- small, the vaginal taint. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, me and my girl, as a joke, we watched uh, how to videos. So we watched how to videos. How to so we watched a how to suck dick and how to give like vagina hit who are there? A lot of those online. I don't know, but you know, we went, I was on. My, I've been exploring porn like a motherfucker, and
0: what have you found, Christopher Columbus?
1: Oh, I have a whole bit on it, but like just, uh, <laughs> just interesting. Like, there's a weird cuckold culture, like the cuckold television show, like almost like Mr. Rogers kind of guy who has a husband and uh, wife come over, and they interview, and he giggles, okay. and then another guy comes in, fucks him, and he talks to the guy still during, and it's a very just jovial situation. and I Really, find that what? Hilarious.
0: What is uh? What's the draw on that? I don't even know. I've got cold. Yeah. I don't know. It depends what is a fetish. I know, but I'm saying like, is it like they just bring in this couple and the couple's like, yeah, we want to do this. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I want somebody to fuck my wife. And he's like, are you sure? I mean, we're not
1: even sure. So I was like, all right, well, let's go do it. It's like everything is like, and the like dudes a, are cool. The dudes are excited. Like, yeah, man, I'm happy to be on the show. And I uh, love my wife She'd be fucked, man. She's so pretty. It's like everybody's just happy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's why it blows and my the mind. And the wife's sitting there being like, can't wait for this. Yeah, the wife is just like, yeah,
1: I guess I got a great body, it needs to be fucked. And then the guy goes, oh, that's a great body. I'm gonna fuck it. And then the guy goes, yeah, look at her. She's doing it. She's hot, isn't she? Everybody, yeah, look at her. Look at how hot my wife is. Like it's it's high fiving. It's beautiful.
0: And. See, I, the cuckold thing, it always, I always goes racial in a Absolutely. certain way. It does. it does. It does.
1: It does go racial most of the time, 90% of the time. Really? But you know it's like number one Googled search thing. The Time Magazine did an article, mm. and uh, they rated every searched the most searchable things every year since 2008, when it shit mm-hmm. got popular or something, or 2007, or 2004, whatever. And uh, cuckold has been like, like number one two years in a row.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. See, this is the this is kind of back to the sexual conversation that we're having. It's like Absolutely. we're all if it, it's almost like we're looking for ways to have sex outside of marriages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like to have this conversation. Like the only way to have that conversation is to be like, "This is my fetish."
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, there is a group of people, and there are so many books on this. I read one. Yeah, uh, there's a belief that before we were actually had a civilized society, bef- we were packs of people, right? I think we all okay. agree on that part, right? But before we were packs, of- before we were villages and packs, and we- before we made farmlands, we were packs, right? And when we made farmlands, that's when we started to divide things. That's when lines were. This is my land. Mm-hmm. This is my woman. This is my kid. This is my... before then, it was all groups of people and we were just fucking each other, apparently. Really? Yeah, apparently that was it. That's why, like... Heaven you- on Earth. That's Yeah, and that's why... <laughs> I think that's even why, like, you know, when you see mo- people fucking, you want to fuck. I think it's like a pack. Thing they're writing about, so uh, yeah, like I don't know, like the idea of not being worried about your woman cheating, like that—that thing's always in your head all the time. But what if that was just gone, kind of trust you'd
0: have. (laughs) I mean, you hear about these people in open relationships, and you're like, I—I guess it. I—I was talking about another podcast a few episodes ago, just like I matched with this girl Mm -hmm. on Bumble. Where she was like, I'm in an open relationship looking to meet somebody. Beautiful. And like, she was just so, it was almost, I couldn't get over the hump of how scientifically she talked about the whole thing. Like, it's almost like they're, you know, when someone's like too into their thing, you know, she was like, you know, listen, we have a contract set out. And it's like, when did this become non sexual? You know, this sexual thing becomes non sexual.
1: Oh, that's because like a balance between lust and the ego. Mm. The ego needs some kind of contract. You know what I mean? Your lust needs to fuck but your con your ego needs to feel good about itself. So
0: it's protecting the ego is to say like since it's all down in paper you will not go with someone that is this much way and this it's, way. I think it's
1: more it's more like this doesn't hurt my feelings. Mm. This doesn't hurt my feelings. Like you can do this. Here are the things do that this, don't hurt my feelings. Sucks dick. I'm fine with that. But if you if he comes on your face that's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know I like, I will not
0: <laughs> Kiss a cummed face. Yes. J Train podcast at com. Nine plus years later and the date night ran dry.
1: Wait, nine months later and the date night?
0: Nine years later. Dear, I like it when they call me Big Papa JT. Right coming to you live from SoCal with a French-made feather duster to gingerly graze your nuts. Been a fan since the TMM days a few years ago. Just got my girlfriend of nine-plus years hooked on your podcast about a month ago whilst driving to Vegas. So thanks on behalf of a couple everywhere for opening a new can of assorted fun-sized kick-ass conversation topics. We've introduced the aforementioned feather duster in the bedroom. and need to say, you're missing out. <laughs> oh, really? Mm. I always talk about feathering my nuts and I've never done the feather but oh, yeah, you they're should doing it. Do oh, yeah. Anyways, let's get down to the brass tacks. My girlfriend is the girl I'm wifing stat as soon as I can afford living on my own. She's 998 <laughs> and all I ever need, see attached. Both of us are 27. She, she <laughs> yeah, she's cute. Check out my girl. Check out my girl. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. It's cute. They go to games together. Uh, career path set, school done and paid for. I'm a washed out employable engineer with an ungodly amount of student loan debt who took up a sales and marketing role because it was the only financial viable opportunity to pursue my future to marry this girl. With our work schedules both being volatile, I keep things spontaneous in our plans to, to a degree. When the opportunity presents itself, I get, try to get a plan going, but she always shuts my idea down my ideas. All of them readily enthusiastic off the bat, but often takes an arm and a leg an act of Congress for her reluctantly to agree. I asked what her ideas are, and it always defaults to staying at home with her parents and sister watching TV. Sure, after work, we were both exhausted, but this has been uh, the paradigm for the last few months. Uh, mind you, as she finished the leg of a pharmacy school, I was working and was often dead exhausted, yet still made it a point to be outgoing with our dates. I'm worried that I've just become too lame with my broke ass ideas to keep her interested or just need to stop being so worried about it and dial my expectations back a bit. Or I need to be more thrilling, cheap date. Any more or I need more thrilling, cheap date ideas. Any and all feedback or ideas would be uh, appreciated. Help me, Obi-Wan Junobi. You're my only hope.
1: What you gonna do? What would you want? What would
0: you say? I don't know. I, I I I like that he's like trying. I don't like that she's not trying. Mm. Um, it sucks that they have to be in this like cheap date zone, which is, but that's what it is, you know. I think, um, and also understanding that like she's exhausted and wants to fucking sit on the couch. I think the worst. There's a type of person. You ever deal with this person that's like the always wants to do shit person, mm. and you have to like. Fake listen to their idea Even though all you want to do Is just sit home and do nothing I understand Like we used to have this guy In my fraternity be like Hey what are we doing Are we going to get milk today mm-hmm. And am like get milk He's like this is great milk farm We should all go We'll get in the car oh, wow. We'll go to this milk farm oh, wow. And we'd be like I'm exhausted listening to you Wow You know that That's type of person lot. That's a lot yeah. yeah And it's also like I, And you get in these situations It's not that you don't like the person mm-hmm. It's that you just don't want to do anything
1: yeah, no, you
0: know, I got, like, you. I got you. you, know, like you know, I, there's guys they'll be like, let's go do a movie, you know, and lunch in a movie. <laughs> I want to eat, yeah, I want to eat on my schedule. I want to do my thing. Oh, wow. Why don't we hang when it makes the most sense?
1: Absolutely. No, I got a friend of mine who loves hanging out too, uh, and he always throws out some really cool shit. But a lot of times when I'm, like, I'm at home, I'm working, I can't. But you know, also too for this dude, I think the best idea for him is get a hobby. Like, yeah, relying, do your own he's thing. He's relying too much on your woman for fun. Mm. You know what I mean? She's fun when she can be fun, but shit. You got to have your own fun. And then you got to do your own thing. And then she'll come chasing you. Like, why are you having fun without me? And then the whole problem be solved. But you got to be the fun machine by yourself.
0: Yeah, girls hate when you're having fun. Yeah, they hate that, that. shit. Oh. Especially a girlfriend. Oh. Why are you doing that thing without me? You're doing a lot. Oh. Yeah, do your own, drive your own boat mm-hmm. and invite her. But to be like, yeah, you don't have to. I think the worst position to be with, with any like relationship friend, girlfriend, boyfriend is the always no person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets annoying that the other person puts you in that position. Absolutely. Where it's like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Oh, so, because they, what they do is they put you in a position to make it feel like you don't want to hang with them. Yeah. And that's not the case. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't want to do anything. I want to sit on my couch. If you want to come over and hang and make it easy on me, yeah, fine. And that is laziness to a certain extent. If I'm this guy also... I plan out farther out. Or you just gotta be motivated to get the fuck off the couch. And if your woman, and if you, and if
1: you ain't around, mm. She's gonna get the fuck off the couch and find you.
0: She's gonna find you. She gonna find you. Yeah, and it also sounds like he's a little. He's not. Con, you know, he's gotta be more confident. This relationship is stable. Like nine with, years, you said nine, nine years.
1: It's insane. St. old twenty seven? Nine years. Yeah, I mean, twenty seven, nigga. You young. Get some hobbies. Go to go go learn how to fight. <laughs> yeah, you gotta
0: do some stuff, some more you time stuff.
1: Yeah, dude, love yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially if you're in the position where you guys like met in high school, Mm -hmm. you're the same motherfucker. Yeah, you you got nothing to learn. Got to grow, take a class, do some things. Go join
1: the army for a year or two. Come back, she'll be into you. Why?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I think this is I think you're right. Where it's like more this is a you thing, not a her thing. Yeah, fix yourself. Do your own thing and do, do your own thing to the point where it's like. She's like, well, what's going on? Oh man. yeah, I have this thing. You I mean, you can come, but I, I and be open to her coming, but like create your own things. You think Jesus was sitting around waiting for his woman? To get off the couch? No. Mm
1: hmm. J- <laughs> I'm calling
0: you Jesus, man. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J you. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Let's do this. Oh, I did this. I love this email. Oh, I love this email. It's a nice phrase. My tutor wants the D. What? So I, I, I'll i be open about this email. I got this like a, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Boston and we did it on Maddie and Blake. Or mm-hmm. Maddie and Blake. What the fuck did I just say? Nick and Maddie. Why did I say it? What's Maddie and Blake? Is that something else? Is that a band or something? I have no idea. Nick and Maddie. Or what's Maddie a, and what's Nick. What's
1: a computer guy do? Why? why? <laughs> I thought he would look that up for you. He's taking down
0: notes. you taking notes? Oh, okay. My bad, my Nick, bad computer guy. <laughs> Nick I and Maddie. <laughs> I went on their radio show and I brought this email on. I think it's a really good email.
1: There are I four remember. computers in here. Nobody looked at it. I'm just
0: saying this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. My Shit. tutor wants the D. JT, going to keep it simple, right to the feather. Just put, that, put it the way you like it. Just the way you like it. Three weeks into the semester, I find myself in quite the predicament. The issue is that my tutor wants to fuck me. Beautiful. For reference, she's a 668 with strongly defined eyebrows. She yes, she's Jewish. <laughs> we have a rating system here on the podcast, face, body, personality, area code method.
1: Oh, face, body, personality 668. Okay? Oh, okay.
0: Anyways, she's going to play a major role in my academic success this semester. Mm. In fact, she's been helping me for free, even cooks for me when I go to her apartment. Is a tutor. Oh, yeah. When I met this girl, she was extremely outgoing and literally took my phone out of my hand and put in her number. Mm. Since then, she continued to be outgoing and keeps trying to make uh, moves, such as late-night texts, and she even asked if I could massage her neck while we were in the library. Reluctantly, there was no other option but to massage this woman as she was doing my homework at the same time. My concern is if I don't fuck this chick, she won't keep helping me. And if I fuck her, how could I keep that going for a whole semester? In the end, this dick ain't second itself. Uh, but your boy still has to pass finance. Any advice is appreciated. Yes, I know I'm an asshole. In addition, she's involved in a business club at our school that I'm going to join. That could make an awkward situation if anything unplanned happens. What do you think?
1: Oh yeah, you should not fuck her. I mean, if you're not getting pussy, I...
0: tough, cena- tough scenario. If you're not, she's getting... helping him study. Mm-hmm. She wants to fuck.
1: I mean, it's it. What do you? What Does do you he think? keep?
0: He's. Keep the help or get the fuck. <laughs> I mean, I know if I how old is he? Let's say he's uh, 18, 19. 20. Oh, yeah, he has to
1: fuck. I mean, it's, he's going to fuck. He's going to fuck. He's going to fuck. He's just going to fuck. He's got to
0: just... do it like, you know, when you masturbate and you just like, you're like waiting till a certain part and you keep looking for different porn yeah. and you're like, I will not come until I get to the right porn to come on. You become like very like like a porn, like a, a cum sommelier. Yeah, yeah. You're like, exactly. I will spray. When this is right. Absolutely. Sometimes I'll just come browsing. That's, that's half the fun. This guy's got to wait until he finds the right moment. This guy, what he needs to do is flirt with her the whole semester. They're going to fuck. The yeah. club doesn't matter. The business club, you can deal with it. You need this good grade for the semester and keep it fun and light. So I wouldn't go hang out with her late night. Just Late night, hey, just saw this. The next morning I would answer, hey, just saw this. I would keep this flirtation going mm-hmm. as long as humanly possible. Then finals week you start fucking Mm. because then you're getting the extra help on the stuff you're getting the fucking now you got a finals week fuck with your tutor who's helping you out still gets you that a then you can release off of this if need be and the business club's going to be awkward but the business club was going to be awkward no matter what because at some point this was going to blow up
1: yeah i feel like if you fuck her before the semester's over you're not gonna pass the class she ain't gonna Because even.
0: You don't think? I think think he's going
1: to lose her as a a workable tutor. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think at least if he gets to that last two weeks during finals week, he's good. But he's got to keep that carrot out there to keep his studying good.
1: I'm just saying, like, you get in trouble when you keep fucking a woman and then you keep. Like a schedule with her If you can keep fucking You know what I'm saying Like if she's a disposable woman You fuck and then you leave Like mm. disposable woman I'm using loosely in the term But if it's a woman there's That you a, do not want There's such a thing As a disposable man There's a know? disposable man out there Yeah, we, yeah. E- Equality is being what it is But if you keep fucking The disposable Person thing, Then that She becomes permanent That's what, And the semesters Are half Like a quarter well, of a year That's what I'm saying
0: Don't fuck Yeah Don't fuck mm-hmm. until you Until you have to Yeah and that's the last week. But like for now, you have to play off the, you know. No, yeah. oh, I just want to study. We should just keep studying. I don't want to ruin this thing. And then at a certain point, she'll be like, "Well, I'm going to start charging you, fucker." And then you get to the end of the semester, and like, why not?
1: Yeah, and use girl excuses. I love girl excuses. You know, what's like a girl a, excuse? Like uh, letting my hair I re- dry. I really want to focus on my studies. That's such a girl ass <laughs> excuse.
0: <laughs> trying to focus on my
1: studies at this <laughs> fucking
0: university.
1: Yeah, she can't argue. If you if you throw a woman's argument back in the face, she can't. She won't. She won't, she won't she can't out-girl out- you. It's great. It's the
0: most satisfying feeling ever. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast. Say <laughs> so you're too tired. At I, gmail.com. I'm just so tired. Uh, I'm sore. I'm stressed
1: today. day was so stressful.
0: I can't. <laughs> <laughs> my leg. Closing the age gap at work. Feather, feather. I'm 22, a recent grad, adjusting to the awkward living at home post-grad life. I landed my first job doing IT work for a company, but here's my issue. My company has a much older baby boomer culture. Not one no one on my team is of 12 is of 12 no, no one on my team of 12 is younger than 40 besides me. This led to a lot of issues for me, especially when I get to see snaps of and hear stories of my friends new jobs and their cool offices with pools, bars and all the millennial Facebook Google type shit and I'm hanging out with my cubicle silently doing my work. How do I handle this age gap? I really can't talk to any one of these people. They don't care about having a conversation unless it's about work or may, maybe their kids. Not to mention, as a as a white guy, uh-oh, I'm the minority. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> As a white guy, these people... uh, (laughs) and they don't talk about Trump at all. (laughs) As they are all Indian or Asian. I've Mm. tried to have small talk about sports or shows like Game of Thrones, but no one will bite and they give me a short response and walk away or say that they're busy. No one ever wants to do things like happy hour outside of work besides post-work happy hour. I don't really want to be hanging out with them anyways, but the point is, uh, at work, not having interaction is killing me. I feel like I'm missing out on somehow on an experience that my peers are having uh, of making work friends and enjoying seeing those people every day. <laughs> How can I connect with my much older co-workers to make time for at work suck less? Not to mention, no one takes me seriously because of my age. Should I deal with it for a few more months to get experience and then try to find a new job that I know uh, look more into company culture before signing the offer? And the answer question you might have my building has about 200 people and literally no one in my building is younger than 30. I went into the HR system and checked
1: what do you think Uh, well my thought is exact uh, uh, your problem is very solvable uh, <laughs> be a human being yeah. uh, the whole thing where you just said I, how do I relate to people they don't want to talk about things that I want to talk about uh, <laughs> they don't want to talk about my Game of Thrones yeah. and my limited 22 year old experience dude I mean don't get me wrong I'm sure you're a brilliant kid but you're around a bunch of immigrants who have struggled to get to where they've gotten they've got interesting stories fucking ask Yeah. <laughs> hey Habib where you been where you from Where are you it'll from? tell you a fucking great story Yeah. <laughs> how'd you, you get
0: here how'd you get here where'd you it's, go to school it was
1: harder than your life I 90% think their lives (laughs) were harder than yours ask a fucking question at the very
0: least different yeah different yeah at the very least they have
1: a different perspective
0: on the world also i i can't i i understand that totally true definitely start asking these people questions that would matter to them yeah also the shit that you mentioned isn't real the other like the, (laughs) the 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 office culture and how happy everyone is getting drinks with their coworkers that's not real that's not real they're saying that to show that they're fine yeah. everyone in the social media age is posting shit to show i'm doing well i'm keeping up that's why their instagram stories are them at the work you know the work drinks and oh happy hour drinks and this nobody's happy no. <laughs> they're at happy hour but they fucking ain't happy i can promise you that so they wouldn't be drinking that much if all, they oh yeah the pool tables and the bullshit you know who doesn't care about a pool table and the beers at work? The people making fucking money and doing well at their job. <laughs> so go do well at this job. Dig in. That's the best thing that could ever happen to you. Look at the positive in this. You're the only one under thirty at this company. Who's who gets the promotions? Who's gonna fill in that gap? Who's gonna get? Who's gonna move fast track? There's no one to compare yourself but to you, but you. That's the best opportunity you could ask for. And you're not going to want to care. I go to all these places, the WeWork locations. And I used to, you know, you go meet with somebody that has, like, WeWork is like where they'll have like those shared offices. Yeah, I got one like near me. Yeah, you've been, but you've been to meetings there, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've all done like these meetings. They'll Every time you walk in, they're like, they'll offer you a beer. Mm-hmm. They're like, you want a beer? We got beers. Mm-hmm. We got beers. Oh, you want a beer? And it's like, dude, they only do that. Because they want to show you how cool this fun office is. yeah. And and it's like, you'll be there at like 9 a.m., 9 a.m., beer? We don't care. We're at the fun office. Yeah, the fun office is usually the one where you're not making money. It's all that shit to distract you from you not moving up, not doing shit, and to show other people that, like, oh, I'm okay. Dig in. Ask these guys questions. I, I think all that like office culture shit is bullshit. It's yeah. to make people feel like they're still in college, so that they forget that they're not in college still.
1: Yeah, no, it's weird when you get into office culture how close it is to elementary school, and you go, "Oh fuck, I, I'm never gonna get out of this system. I'm never I'm gonna, gonna like, grow up. I'm not, uh, you know." And
0: the, it, it's tell me how
1: much money I'm supposed to have, and yeah. I take it and I go to little places already predisposed to how much.
0: It's like almost like I don't even need to have the check in my hand; they could just talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it is a thing where it's like it's it's almost there to like to make you so you're not realizing how miserable this existence is, you know, like <laughs> it's just like them holding the toy over your, over the baby's head. So I, I do understand what he's saying because he's like, I'm missing out on this experience that everyone else is having. Everyone else is, is having this experience, but I don't think it's getting them better off. If you concentrate on your job and do well at your job, you're going to be so much more fulfilled because you're doing your self made, you know, success. Mm hmm. I mean, I was in an office place where everyone was a little bit older and there wasn't really that much connectivity with everybody. And, you know, the one thing I, you know, wanted to be was good at the job. And I knew that would make me feel better. Like, I I think doing comedy and like you have a good night of comedy, you're like, oh, I feel like I did the job. I'm doing it. I wrote a new bit. I have a new thing that came out, new video, you know, it's all, those are things that I created. Mm -hmm. And with my own sweat and tears. And I think... For a job like this, where it's like, yeah, dude, you're in a position where you can create so many contacts with people that have more experience than you. You can learn from them, and you can do a good job where you know you want to be in a work position where you outdo the perception of how you should do.
1: Yeah, exactly. under
0: undersell, over deliver. Those are the best situations where you for you to perform. So it's like, in this case. There's nobody there to compare you to, and there's also there you're the young kid, so like look what the kid did. Look what the kid did. You know, you want to be in that position where they grab your helmet and they're like, who's this on the scout team that just made the tackle?
1: Exactly. Or or you could also hate Asians, and therefore you probably <laughs> gotta just quit that job,
0: you know? JTrain Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com, JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Seton Smith. We're going to do some news. This has been great. It's been great. At Seton Smith on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to come right back with some news. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Seton. Fantastic. Fantastic. Always a pleasure to have you on. Great perspective. At Seton Smith on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. He's great. So funny. Let's do some news. Shelby at Classic Show. What's up? There's a new study from a real yeah. two real economists from the Union College in Schenectady, New York, that says being a fraternity in college will lower your GPA by 0.25 points on the traditional four point scale, mm. but it will also raise your future income by around 36 percent. This is interesting.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that stat.
0: I agree. With, I think that's like, uh, it kind of goes back to what I was saying with like the girlfriend thing, mm-hmm. where it's like you're sharing a brain. You know, you're just socializing this work that you have to do. Out. Yeah. You know, like in a fraternity, it's like who took this class, who took this test. Oh, how do I find shortcuts to get through this class and this test? And you got fifty other dudes that are like, oh, I, you know, to pull from.
1: Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm, I agree, but I'm also going to be the other side of that. Shit. Sure. Like, we're basically, tr- we send motherfuckers to school to learn how the world works, right? Mm-hmm. And the world doesn't just work in books. The world works in social interaction and making sure. other motherfuckers. And most of the workplace is just making other motherfuckers do what you want
0: them to do. So yeah. a guy
1: who knows how to work in fraternity and actually knows how to be social is probably going to be a good manager.
0: This is, But this is what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I, I don't think of it as a negative. I'm mm-hmm. just saying you're sharing the brain space to find shortcuts, you know, where it says it makes you dumber. Yeah, you're not going to have to study the, the three answers that you would have studied if you were alone. You hire that motherfucker. You dude. hire someone. You outsource to get answers one through three. You outsource for answers four through six. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you have all these contacts and connections. And it's like the one thing people ask if they're like post-college advice, mm-hmm. keep up with people. Exactly. That's
1: why that guy who's going to fuck his tutor, that guy's going to be a CEO. Yeah. He knows how to make his employees <laughs> love him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And as the longer he can not fuck his, you know, his secretary, he's going to be fine. And that's going to trick
1: to your billion dollars,
0: nigga. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> Just put that it is here. one of those things like, you know, I, I always say like with like people like, you know, I follow up with people to the point where, like, I hope they don't think I'm being ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll send an email, and then then if they don't get back to me in two weeks, I'm like, "Hey, just following up. Just want to send you something else, letting you know that I'm still here." Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of this work stuff and this kind of like the hustle of it all is just saying, "I'm doing my thing. Let me know. I'm here when you need me." Mm -hmm. You know, and the fraternity thing. You know, when I I don't believe that like. You know, people can, when they rush you, they'll be like, in our fraternity, you know, they're not going to give you a resume. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're not going to like, no one's going to look at your resume and be like, oh, a fraternity, man. Like that doesn't happen very often.
1: No, it's just they're usually already in the fraternity as a boss and they'll be like, oh, you went to my same fraternity. I know that guy. I know this guy. Do
0: you know this guy? And then they'll call that other guy and be like, can they talk to you? Can they have an actual conversation? Yeah, so exactly, and plus, like that works in. That's why people hate that in you know,
1: the Hollywood industry. They're like, oh, it's all about who you know. But that's that's because if you're doing a show and you got to work on a motherfucker 14 hours a day, you want somebody you like. Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody who's the most talented. You want the motherfucker who I can
0: most hang out with For yeah, 14 yeah, hours yeah, yeah. a day. That I mean, that's like 99% of industries. You know, like and and the, you get to like you just like can I sit and look at this person and go to lunch? Yeah, and it's like that guy talking about co- corporate culture and all that stuff. Corporate culture doesn't you know you don't even want a ping pong table you just want someone you can look at and be like yeah the fucking today sucked yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know exactly um, Seaton Smith thank you so much oh you're welcome man was- this was fantastic oh. so such a pleasure to have you pleasure at Seaton Smith on Twitter and Instagram I'm Jared Free that's our show we're here every Tuesday and Friday keep spreading the word keep telling your friends Shelby thank you for bringing the news thanks for having me at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Fried. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Behind the scenes uh, of every podcast, blogs, videos, podcasts, advice. Go check it out. JTrain56 on Twitter and, Instagram, or Twitter and Snapchat. At Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.
1: This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom!